follow the leader. I've never been a CEO before. Of one company. It's go time. During a crucial period. This is not a sale. This is not going anywhere. Not in the past. It's just not where I thought I'd be. But in the moment. We lost the business. What the fuck, man? This was my business. This is Follow the Leader. Follow the Leader is a podcast series that puts you inside the mind of company founders and CEOs as they guide their businesses through pivotal moments. I'm your host, Jeremy Greenberg. I founded two companies and I advise business executives, private equity firms, and startup CEOs. Every company has a leader and every leader has a journey. Welcome to Follow the Leader. Previously on Follow the Leader, Tamora Ahmad, the CEO of ActNano, promised his investors and board that he would decide which country to enter next in just six weeks. Picking the wrong country would be financially devastating. Tamor traveled the globe to find the next place to expand his electronics waterproofing company. He flew to Germany, but none of the companies there were able to generate immediate revenue. Germany is not it. Germany is not the country. Tamor then spent a week in Japan, but he couldn't get meetings with any high-level executives. Japan's not going to be it. Japan was a bust. Tamor had a productive week in Korea and met with wholesale company Daejin, who wanted to partner with Acnano to sell to their customers. They've got automotive, they've got consumer electronics. I'm all Korea. I'm all in Korea. While searching for a new GM for China, Tamor made a last-minute trip to Taiwan to meet a compelling candidate, Daniel Chan. Daniel says we could run all of China from Taiwan. Daniel made a bold pitch to make Taiwan the next country for Acnano to expand to. Daniel says this is where the future is. With both Korea and Taiwan as potential new countries for Acnano, Tamor had to make his decision. This is not an either-or answer. It's Korea and Taiwan. It's both. Tamor captured his innermost thoughts in real time by recording an audio diary of his trip. You heard the most pivotal moments of his journey. It's now been over a year since Tamor made his big decision. You are about to hear how Acnano's entrance into two countries, Korea and Taiwan, worked out. This is Follow the Leader. Follow the Leader is produced by Avenue Group and sponsored by Catalent and Entrepreneur Magazine. Today's episode is the final episode of our five-part series, Waterworld. Sunday, December 1st, 2019, 2.15 p.m. We are now well over a year removed from Tamor's summer 2018 decision to enter both Korea and Taiwan. Today, I'm catching up with Tamor to find out what he learned from his journey and how things are going for Acnano. Hey, Tamor, it's great to talk with you. Good to talk to you again, Jeremy. Likewise, how are you? I've been doing really well. Great. I'm really excited to learn more about how things are going, how things have progressed since your big decision. You started recording your story in the summer of 2018. We're now entering December of 2019, 
and it's been, you know, about a year and a half since your journey. How do you think your recording of your trip, you recorded dozens of voice memos and we talked along the way. How do you think that impacted the way your journey unfolded? It definitely gave me more to think about. I was more reflective and poised than I would have been having done this on my own, where there was no observer. There's something called the Hawthorne effect, which is when you observe something, it gets better. Uh, so this was an extra layer of observation that I think just only improves the performance. I think it makes the decision better. I think it um, gives poise to the decision making and adds a level of thoughtfulness that you wouldn't have otherwise. Where we last left our audience, you decided to enter two countries, Korea and Taiwan. What was it like to tell the board? How did they respond? The next board meeting was a little contentious on Taiwan. And the reason for that was my board likes lots of long notice to change directions. And, and I think the direction was just not pre-telegraphed, if you will, uh, to the board. Entering a new country for you is a big deal. When we started, you were just in the U.S. and China, where the factories were supporting U.S. clients. Now you're entering two new countries. Did either of them distract from the other or conversely, did it actually improve your ability to expand? Yeah, so I think doing two countries with the money of one was obviously a no-brainer. But there are intangibles that are not figured into it. First of all, you have to kind of understand that South Korea and Taiwan are very different places to do business and it will divide your attention and uh, energy. What we decided, and this is, this is one of the good things about working with people you like, and Jim happens to be my best friend, we divided this up. I handled Korea with Daijin, and Jim was a big part of Taiwan. And his time and energy went into Taiwan and uh, China. Daniel Chen reports to Jim, and not me. And a lot of my energy went into Korea. Having said that, there were other benefits, as in if one of us is going to Asia, we do both countries at one time. It doesn't require two different trips. When you're in Korea, you just hop on over to Taiwan. It's a one and a half hour flight and you get to do business in both and you come back. There's economies of scale that you can multiply by having two countries within the vicinity of each other. So even though they're different countries and different languages and different cultures, they're close enough geographically to do one trip to try to get both of them done. So there were some intangible benefits, uh, synergies, if you will, about having two countries in the same region. You knew it was a make or break decision for your company. You'd worked years on developing the technology, launching your company, getting investors on board, and you knew that if you screwed up, then all that could be lost. What was it like for you emotionally? It felt like I was on the precipice of either survival, which was going to come out on the other end of this unscathed, emotionally scathed regardless, but unscathed financially, or this whole thing was just going to fall apart. It was a lot of living on the edge. The flights are very long, and I didn't spend a lot of time sleeping on those. <laughs> when you're up in the air for 15 hours, you end up doing a lot of thinking, and that has some emotional toll. That was a rough emotional time for me. It's a lot of adrenaline. It's a lot of fight or flight hormones in your body. And I think that that has a toll on your health, on your emotions, and all sorts of things. How are things going in Korea? So Korea's gone really well. Daijin's our partner into Korea and to all customers in Korea. Our partners in Daijin work really hard. They are fast and, uh, and diligent. We picked a partner that promised us big customers in Korea and got us big customers in Korea. I'm happy to report that LG is uh, our largest customer in Korea. 
we're shipping to the LG handsets, which is the, the flagship phones, uh, the G8. We're also shipping some product for LG vehicle controls, the automotive side of LG. LG incorporated our technology into the modules they were making for Hyundai and Kia. Korea delivered on the promise that it was a good market for consumer and automotive at the same time. We're talking about revenue, cash that's come into the Acnano bank account because of the entry into Korea. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, we have revenue flowing. It really paid out the way we expected it to. So yeah, we have revenue flowing from Korea directly to us in America. Let's talk about Taiwan. How did running China from Taiwan affect your sales in China? Taiwan was an eye-opener for me. I didn't have it on my list. It's basically an easier China to operate in, much more business-friendly. Your IP is more secure. They just have the perfect middle position between the West and China. I would recommend to any business owner that this is how you enter China. You don't enter China directly. You go through Taiwan. And how's business going in Taiwan? We're actually doing some business in Taiwan now. There's a company called Pegatron that makes uh, some parts for Tesla, and our product is uh, going into Taipei for those parts. There are some parts that the Tesla Model 3 and the Model Y are using today that have our product in it, and that product is shipped to Taiwan. You were enamored with Daniel Chan. You gave him a lot of responsibility. How is he doing in the role? We hired Daniel Chen, and he has brought us access to China and Taiwan that we were missing. So things have gone really well. It's been a very good ride. We, we kind of got two for the price of one, not just in the countries, but also in, in Daniel Chen. Now that we're about a year and a half removed from your whirlwind trip, what, if anything, do you think you should have done differently? Hmm. One thing, I would have started the opposite way. I would definitely change the order. I would not go to Germany first. We're already a China presence. So let's start with the Asian countries first, Japan and Korea. So speaking of the countries that you visited, do you see yourself moving into Germany, Japan, or any other country in the near term? We have entered Germany already. The company I talked to you about, ZAT, we did do a partnership with them. Thanks to the revenues that are coming in from Korea and Taiwan, we can afford their stipend. And we have a few discussions already in play for big car companies like Porsche and BMW. So that revenue that you were so desperate to get and you needed immediately when you were going through your journey, you got it. And as a result, it sounds like you're able to fund additional expansion, including Germany. That's correct. That revenue really just opened up the doors for us to expand wherever. Now we can take a two-year dead zone from Japan or from Germany because we can fund it from the Korean money or the Taiwanese money. Have you expanded into any other countries? Mexico is becoming a very important country for us. So we are happy to announce that we have a program down there that's being built for General Motors. Ah, Mexico. We definitely didn't hear that country at all throughout our discussions. How did Mexico come up? This was mostly an extension of our American progress. You make enough progress in America on any manufacturing front, you're going to land in Mexico sooner or later, especially in automotive. When we spoke before your journey, Acnano was focused on both the consumer electronics and auto spaces, but most of the revenue was coming from the consumer area. What does the mix look like now? We've, we've switched our mix and we're about 80% automotive right now. We are very heavily dominated by automotive right now. I'm really glad to hear that. That auto revenue is certainly much stickier. 
Tamor, thanks again for sharing your journey with us and allowing us to really enter your mind during this really important decision point for your company. You are certainly very open to sharing your experience, warts and all. What would you say to CEOs who are listening to this podcast and thinking, oh, you know, maybe I could do this? Would you recommend that other CEOs go on this show? Yeah, I would say absolutely do it. Not only is this a good recorder of your strategic journey that you would take, it's also a a performance enhancement tool. Any CEO that goes through this process will make better decisions. I really, really do appreciate that. And I wish you the best of luck. Excellent. All right, my friend, take care. All right, bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the Waterworld series of Follow the Leader. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you heard, we would love it if you could give us a five-star rating and tell your friends to listen too. If you're the leader of a company, have a big opportunity coming up, and would like to be featured on Follow the Leader as you take it on, email us at followtheleader at avegroup.com. That's followtheleader at avgroup.com. Follow the Leader is sponsored by Catalent and Entrepreneur Magazine. Catalent is a software platform that helps companies get from strategy to execution faster. Catalent's expert marketplace helps organizations accelerate strategic work, overcome capability and capacity gaps, and control costs with flexible access to more than 65,000 elite, independent experts and 1,000 firms. Over 30% of the Fortune 100 and hundreds of other leading companies partner with Catalent for more effective strategy, execution, and employee productivity. Visit GoCatalent.com to get started today. That's G-O-C-A-T-A-L-A-N-T.com. Many of our thorniest business problems are not solved by reading a book or taking an online course. They require real-world expertise. Sometimes you may only need an hour of an expert's time to really focus on your specific problem. That's why Entrepreneur Magazine created Ask an Expert, a platform where you can find the right expert for your problem, then book 30 or 60 minutes of their time for a one-on-one video session. Get access to people like Terry Rice, a digital marketing expert who has helped companies such as Adobe and Facebook, and Debbie Allen, a mentor and author who has built and advised successful companies since the age of 19. Ask an Expert has experts in fundraising, brand building, growth strategy, operations, mindfulness, and much more. To learn more and book a session, visit entrepreneur.com expert. That's entrepreneur.com expert. Pessimists Archive is a history podcast about why people resist new things. In each episode, host Jason Pfeiffer, editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine, brings us back to the moment that something new was introduced and shares why it freaked everyone out at the time. Something that today we think of as commonplace, like recorded music, umbrellas, cars, chess, coffee, the elevator, and even the bicycle. Did you know that when the bicycle was new, doctors warned that riders would get bicycle face, a condition caused by sustained wind blowing in the face, thus permanently stretching the skin? These stories help us understand that the negative things we say today about our modern technologies are the same types of things that people said hundreds or thousands of years ago. This show helps illuminate why people resist innovation and what it takes to move them to embrace it. 
It's ultimately a show about progress and the long road to getting there. Listen to Pessimist Archive wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the Leader is produced by Avenue Group. Avenue Group advises private equity firms, Fortune 500s, and mid-market companies with unique capabilities to source, conduct, and analyze in-depth interviews and surveys, generating real-time market feedback that goes beyond existing data and industry stereotypes. Find out why companies like Bain Capital, Anheuser-Busch, and MasterCard rely on Avenue Group. Learn more at avegroup.com. That's A-V-E-G-R-O-U-P.com.